This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I truly honor you. I thank you for this opportunity to be able to just share a word with thy people. I ask you to move in a special way. That one, that one that's have found themselves going astray. God, I ask you to bless them in order that they may go forth and be all that you have chosen and called them to be. Now, Father, I ask you to bless that one that discouraged today. God, send forth a word of encouragement that they may walk in the beauty of holiness. I thank you, Father, most of all, that one, that one that have not surrendered their life to you. God, that they have a mindset to repent and do that which you would have them to do. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We truly honor you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray, amen and amen. We thank God for you, you, and especially you today. We thank God that the Lord is yet allowing us to be together by way of radio or whatever device, whether it be a laptop or your computer, that the Lord bless us to be able to communicate. Amen. That you'll be able to hear a word from the Lord. Amen. That's what it's all about, my brothers and my sister. We have uh, came almost to the closing of this calendar year. Now, I know I, now I don't teach people to make uh, New Year's resolutions and all this kind of uh, thank, things, but it's said that some of you have made some commitments towards God, not pr- Brother Webb, but towards God, and you really had your mind made up to do that. And, and I know you, you were sincere when you said it or when you did it. But have you wrote it? Uh, what you should have did, you should have wrote it down if you're making a commitment. To, because let me tell you something. The Bible tells you, oh, and let me thank each and every one of you for uh, just allowing me uh, to uh be a blessing amen and and that you were a blessing to me but uh let me let me say this uh uh i want to go back in the scriptures and make you uh remember something 
So, and the reason I'm saying this, not that uh, I feel that, oh, I done did everything I told God, but here's my problem with what we are doing. And we are, we are counting it off at this time like it ain't nothing. But the Bible says, five, five, uh, Ecclesiastes, the fifth chapter and the fifth verse, it says, better is it that thou should uh, should not vow, then have, and then that thy should uh, vow and not pay it. Now you say, now that's. I mean, I wasn't going there, but it came to me uh, just to read that scripture. Uh, but let me say this. A lot of times when we're making a vow, brothers and sisters, this is not, I mean, we done narrowed God down to really to make God look real ignorant. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. And God is a God, a sovereign. I mean, he can't do anything wrong. He calls things into existence, not man, but the Lord. We don't have that authority. We got to get in the realm. We, as peoples of God, must get in the realm of God if we want the benefits of God. I don't care about what these uh, ministers is saying that if you give this, you'll get that, and, and people wind up giving that really thinking that they was going to get something materialistic. And if you got something materialistic, what it's going to do is drive you away from the Lord. A lot of you, not everybody, not, I'm not saying everybody will do that. But I am saying a lot of, as you went into the the year, the uh, new, this 2021, you came into this year and you made commitments, not to Brother Ware, not to your pastor, but you was on your knees doing that, whether it was in church or whether it was at home. And because it was on, uh, you seen that, you did that, then you felt that, oh, God, help me to do it. Some of you say, I'm going to read my Bible every day. I'm going to pray uh, X amount of time every day. And, and, and uh, we scared to uh, touch these things. We're scared to make people bring them back to remembrance of these things. And the truth of the matter is, we somebody need to allow you to know this. If you don't do the commitment what you said unto God, I'm sorry. You, you are telling a field to the Lord. Now, and you want to know, yes, these things, uh, you can come into the uh, basically the sowing and reaping, all that, have, everything have a negative, positive to it, okay? So here's what I'm saying. If I gave, quite natural, I'm going to eventually get something back. Regardless of who I gave it to, I'm going to get something back. So because you're getting a little financial blessing, it really don't mean nothing because you gave uh, hoping and trusting in that to get it back. Even the enemy can uh, bless you with uh, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we don't believe that, but the devil does bless people 
with materialistic things so you can keep doing what you're doing. If you can keep doing what you're doing, that will make that you got a relationship. Uh, I remember when I was a little kid, you know, puppy love now, and I'm being honest, it wasn't nothing else but puppy love. I think I got a kiss on the jaw one time with this particular sister, and and that was about it. But what I'm saying, she would not say, you know, you know how we write the note, do you love me, check yes or no, and on, on and on. Now, in, uh, in the midst of this, you see, uh, because she wanted me to maybe give her, I'll just say a candy bar or whatever, I would say, do you love me? She would say, uh-huh, uh-huh, yes. And it, it never would say it. And because she never would say it, then I started assuming it myself. And see, because of the fact that you are in the same position, you will not say that I'm really loving God. Because let me tell you something, when you love God, that brings about a transformation. That brings about a change in your life. That brings about an eye-opening experience in your life if you fall in love with the Lord. See, I'm not just saying just going to a particular church. I'm not just telling you to do something that you feel is right because we all can be right in our sight, in our eyesight. So it ain't about being right. Uh, in our eyesight, no, ma'am, no, sir, it's, it's really not. It's about obeying God in the fullness. Can you honestly say that you were being obedient to God? And see, that's why we get uh, uptight and sick and thing because, you know, we know that we done did something wrong. It's kind of like little children. When mom and them go away from the house, mom and dad, well, you know, they got a different thing now. But when you know you don't broke something and they done told you, don't play in the house. Okay, I ain't playing in the house, but yet you are playing in the house. And you're playing in the house because of the fact that you feel that it's okay to play in the house. Yes, that's what you feel. Uh, Because they can't see you, they gone. So in the process of playing in the house, something get broke. Now, now that something got broke, now we got to either fix it, try to get it fixed, try to get it looking halfway that it ain't really broke, because you don't want to get this whooping. I know we're living in a different age now, believers. I understand that they don't believe in uh, what happened to me, uh, what I did. Uh, what I came up um, doing or doing with my children when they was children. But here's what I'm saying. Lo and behold, you in turn knew you was wrong. And you made preparation to try to hide it, to try to fix it up, to try to do this and to do that. What was you doing it for? The purpose is that I don't want God I don't want my mom and dad to see that I broke it. Or you would uh, put it away and hope that they don't find it. Yes. So so as it is, uh, the Lord looking at it, 
we done got in a position that we feel because, remember I said we got this uh, sowing and reaping process. If you give, believers, I don't care if you give it to the devil. Trust me, you're going to get something back. Don't you know those people that uh, on Wall Street and the lottery, so we always talk about the lottery, but we don't ever talk about Wall Street. It Both of them is doing the same thing. You uh, injecting finance in, hoping that the finance going to give you more money in that. That just for the richer people, the, the uh, Wall Street. But the poor people's usually it's the lottery. Everybody dreaming to get the whatever million, however high, high it go, the highs it go, the more they put in. So, uh, what I'm, what, what, what are you saying, brother? Well, cause seem like to me, I can't get. Well, here's what I'm saying. I can make sure you get it. What I'm saying is we are dedicated to obey God, and when we are dedicated to obey God, come away from these. Are false promises, as I was saying, and the uh, the young lady that I was, I guess I was what 12, 13 years old, and 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 I'm saying, but one good thing I learned about her, she would not say I love you. She and when you actually say uh huh, the same thing you said. That's what I'm answering. Yeah, yeah. But she never would say, oh, uh, James Ware, I love you. So what I'm saying that here's what we got to do. And I admired her for that, not then, but way back on down the road I did. Uh, so what, what I'm saying to you, you will stand up and tell God how much you love him, how much you want him to be. Uh, God, I want to do this and I want to do that for your name's sake. I got to walk according to what God would have me. Then when circumstances and situations arise, then all of a sudden you say, well, Lord, I tried, but it's not a but, believers. It's not. We making God look real silly. I'm being honest. We got the Bible say, come out from among the world and be ye separate, says the Lord of hosts. How is it that we are looking at the young men's, young preachers, young uh, 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 ministers saying God called them to preach and, and in the midst of them calling them to preach, all of a sudden they are, are going forth and doing this and doing that, but they looking like the world. I'm sorry, somebody need to tell them, don't follow the world. Be a light to the world. The world don't know the direction. So why are we following the world and making the world look like, oh, that's the glamour wave. That's the way to go. That's why I say it's better not to you make vows to God. We say we love the Lord. We, we are not proving it. And the reason we are not proving it, because we're not in God's word. We are not studying things. We are not uh, uh, analyzing things. If you would, we wouldn't be doing the stuff that we're doing. There is no way we would be uh, celebrating in this time of the year uh, the birth of Christ. And then and, uh, uh, 
you can do like you want it. That's up to you. You don't want God to do it. I'm not, I'm not here, nay or yay for it. But I'm saying when you put a baby doll in the carriage and you take your children to look at that baby doll and, and in the carriage to say the baby in the manger, a brother, well, that don't mean nothing. That don't mean that because they know that's a baby doll. No, no, no. You may know it's a baby doll, but that child, and you have planted something in that child's mind. What, 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 what you're saying, you planted something? Let me tell you something. When I was in Oregon, was living out there, and I got a job where they was tying uh, the bed spring, the metal part. We had to tie it with our hands down an assembly line. And then it went forth, and then it put the first cover on it. Then the machine put the second cover on it tight. But I began to, my first day on the job, I began to do it. Oh, that's all right. I can do it. I'm making pretty good. And lo and behold, here come a man in a long uh, uh, coat. Uh, it was like a, a long uh, uh, jacket coat, you know, like you see on the cowboy, they wear their long coat. And this guy had made his beard and made his hair, and you would have said, according to the knowledge that you had, if you wasn't uh, a believer, I don't care. I, I, I believe a believer would have saw it different. But his goal was to look like Jesus, the picture that they uh, had made, to look like Jesus. And it, I wasn't thinking about being saved. Now, this him way, way, way back. Uh, for his uh, salvation, it was way, way, way down the road, okay? Uh, at least five years or more. But in the mid, no, it was uh, four and a half years down the road when, since that happened, when I saw that. So I want to be true with you. And all of a sudden, I said, wow, that man looked just like Jesus. Now, they can tell me whatever they wanted to tell. And I wasn't converted, didn't know nothing about the scripture. I couldn't, if somebody said, I give you a million dollars, you quote a scripture to me and tell me where I can find it at. I couldn't have never did it. I would say, keep your money. Okay, now that's where I was, believers. And all of a sudden, I had this concept because it's been fed to me. It's been fed, and it's been fed, and I've just bought into it. So therefore, once I bought into it, I knew that that man happened to be like Jesus. But the truth of the matter is, he wasn't. But I didn't know. So what I'm saying, some of your children, some of your young uh, brotherings, these young brothers, African-American guys, they need to get a concept of who they is. So once they get a concept of who they is and let them understand just the principle, not, not denomination folk, to let them know that God didn't put them here to ruin somebody else's life, whether it be by drugs, whether it be by gangster or whatever, and what I'm saying this group over here want to hold this territory and that group over there. That's not the plan of God, believers. That's not his plan. So while we are doing these things, we are yet 
uh, uh, erasing the direction that God have for you. And then the parents would get and make a vow. God, if you save my son because he done been in prison or been shot or something done happened, then now we want to come to God. And I listen, please forgive me if you're listening and these things is taking place in your life. But the, uh, but the truth of the matter is, listen to me, folks, listen to me. The truth of the matter is that God have put you here, young man, put you here, young lady, not to exploit one another, but to put you here to glorify his name. When you can glorify the name of the Lord, I don't care. I ain't caught up on uh, 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 whether you should call him uh, this name or that name. See, that's the problem. We want everybody to be political right. And while we're being political right, we don't have the Spirit of God. See, if the Spirit of God move upon you, uh, if you was hurting or you needed something, you didn't go and try to find out your mom and daddy name, even though you have heard of. I was on the phone with a, a little. Uh, uh, I was on the phone with um, a sister in the in the Lord, and the, her little grandbaby came up, and she he was calling her uh, grandmama. Uh, I, I don't know did he call her grandmama, me mama. I can't remember, but he wasn't calling her by her name, and he says. Grandmama or whatever, I know your name. And say, how you know my name? He said, because I know Papa, I heard Papa calling your name. And sometimes Papa called you another name. And, and she said, well, what the other name that Papa called me? No, first he asked her what the name, he told her that. And say, sometimes he called call you by the other name. And when he called her, he said, well, what is the other name he called you? He, she said, he called you Bunk, and, and, and she laughed because here this child know all three names. She know the name when her, when her husband calling. She know the name when her husband talking to her. She, uh, and the kid know the name uh, that they should know, and they should know was uh, me mama or grandmama. I, I, I don't want to say which one it was, but... Uh, my point is, we can get caught up on technicality. Believers, let me tell you, I I look that I watch my life, and I go back in my life. I think I drove more people off than I have called people to come to Christ years back. Why you say that, brother? Well, because of the fact that I was more interested in people's doing things political right. And not according, the political right according to Brother Ware's knowledge, not according to God's knowledge. Because of the fact that I would say, well, you weren't baptized the right way. I use that. You were baptized in titles. You don't heard that, brothers and sisters. Some of you all done heard this. You, you ain't baptizing right. He didn't tell you to repeat after him. So guess what? The people that was baptized in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost, I made a doctrine after that and let them know you must do according to the Scripture. 
when you find that the brethren baptized, they baptize in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. And you going, uh, if you don't do it, you going, your soul will be in a lake of fire. You will be lost. Listen, folks, let, let, let's get, let's just back up. Just back up with that familiar thing. Most of you familiar with uh, Matthew 28, 19. Most of you are. Now, Matthew 28, 19, that's what it says. Go all ye uh, into the world. Teach them to observe all things, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Okay. Now, as we went forth and did say, okay, because uh, when I first got saved, that's what I got baptized in. Now, let me tell you, I went there, and three, three years later, somebody come through running the revival, and they was telling us that we need to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Matter of fact, you, in, order to get, uh, in order to be saved, you got to be baptized in the name of Jesus uh, 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 and receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Now listen to me, believers. That's not in the Bible. Yes, that concept is in the Bible. Yes, it's in the Bible that they baptize. Yes, they uh, in the name of Jesus. Yes, it's in the Bible that they receive uh, the Holy Spirit. Yes, it's in the Bible that they uh, 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 spoke in an unknown tongue. Yes, all that in there. I'm not, I'm not, Sin is not there, but we don't major in these things and pull it out. And therefore, people go to a fellowship and they go and say, I'm going to do like they told me to do. I'm going to baptize in this particular name. I'm going to say this name and I'm going to speak in some other kind of tongue because the enemy waiting there. But in your heart, you know that you are not where you say you are at. And the reason you know you're not where you say you're in, because you use excuses to fall and to do this and to play around in that. And when you begin to do that, then the enemy be glorified. You know how he be glorified? Oh, just tell him you weak. You know else, how else they, uh, he's telling you to do? Well, I'm really not lying. I'm just scratching the truth a bit. Let me tell you something. When you either do it right, oh, come on now, come on, come on. You either do it right or you do it wrong. The decision is up to you. That's right. It's up to you. And I'm telling you, believers, I'm telling you that you cannot, will not enter into the kingdom of God knowing that feeling justified within yourself. You can't do it. You got to repent and do that which God will tell you to do. And and we got to understand that the Lord, he don't bless everybody in the same way. He done showed us that we are the body of Christ. Yes, done told us that. And everybody, if you got hands, you got uh, eyes, you got nose, you got uh, uh, these things that the Bible talks about. Uh, and, and the doctor and, and everybody else know that. You just don't have one part of the body. I, I, I remember a cartoon one time. It would take on one part. It would have this and have that. 
But the truth of the matter is, in reality, you got hands, you got feet, whether you're able to use your hands today, and God forbid, uh, whether you're able to walk and not walk, God forbid. But when you came here as a baby, most of us, the majority of us, had these different limbs. Uh, your arms, your hand, your 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 uh, uh, feet, your, and so on and so on. But they don't fight against one another. They, the hand don't slap me and say, let me hit your mouth for you saying what you shouldn't have said. Oh, no, 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 no. I feel bad about it. Then I might cover my mouth, say, James, well, hush your mouth, you see. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not going to use my own hand to punish me for the things that I'm doing. See, that's what the enemy got us doing, believers. We, we are punishing one another because they are not doing it according to the way we think they should do it. The Bible done told us in Ecclesiastes, don't make a vow, brother, sister. Yes, we know it's coming up to another day. It's coming up to a, 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 a different concept and a different mindset. Yes, you're getting older. Yes, these things are taking place in your life. But get away from making vows, because if you're making these vows and you're not living those vows that you made, you're bringing uh, the condemning on yourself. So many people, listen to me now, so many people are doing that and thinking it's justified. Listen, I'm getting ready to take a break. I'll be back in a couple of minutes, and I promise you, we're going to finish this. I wasn't uh, trying to go that way, but I must follow suit on what the Holy Spirit is doing. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagement, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord. We are back. We are back. I'm not in the station today. Matter of fact, I thank God for allowing me to see another year. Amen. On, 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 uh, I'm really, uh, thank God that on Wednesday, he blessed me another year. And, and I'm telling you, I wouldn't have never thought that I would make it as far as I have made it in age bracket. I don't seen a whole lot of friends, a whole lot of uh, I don't see two wives die. Hey, man, uh, I, and yet God yet spared me, not for my goodness now. He spared me because he had more for me to do. 
I didn't deserve it. No, ma'am, no, sir. Done went down medical field and had disasters. And what you mean, brother, we had disasters? I done had uh, open heart surgery. I done had back surgery. I done did, went through a lot of things. God, the last time I was in the hospital, I, they asked me about the blood. I say, I'm not against it if it's going to save my life, but I, I, as long as I can talk and see and be conscious of my mind, no, just give me some iron or something else in place, and, and I wasn't making a doctrine out of that. I know uh, certain religions make doctrine out of this or that, and uh, they ask when was you, uh, uh, have you had a living will with, if you need to be resuscitated uh, if something should occur? And I said, no, uh, you can try one time at the most. If it don't do that one time, leave it alone. It's time I'm prepared to be to meet Christ. Amen. I'm prepared to meet my Savior. Amen. Because he saved me. He called me out. And I'm living according to the word of God. I'm not living according to a particular church denomination. No, ma'am. No, sir. And 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 uh, because I know I'm living according to the word of God, that's why I put my trust in. And that's why I'm talking to you today on that you making commitments. Amen. You making wrong commitments, believers. You are saying that you love God. You are saying that God has blessed you. But at the same time, you're more sincere with uh, one of your homies, uh, your wife, or your husband than you are with God. And I'm not telling no sister to be disobedient to your husband and, and, and talk about, well, I got to obey God. No, 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 no. When the Bible teaches me that the two become one. So I'm, I, I don't disagree. If something happened and I'm up here disagreeing, I'm up here dividing me, I would cease to exist. So therefore, I must come into the subject of my body or else they're going to say something wrong with Brother Ware. So the body is one, but many members according to Corinthians, and because it is uh, many members, they don't fight one another. The focus is on pleasing the body. That's what we got to do. Our focus should be on pleasing the body. Now, in pleasing the body, I'm coming back to what I first started off reading, which I did. I was supposed to have been reading something in the book of John, to be honest with you. Um, It it says... uh, uh, when I go, uh, when I keep thy foot, when thou goest into the house of God. First of all, I never seen folks doing we entertaining in the house of God. I'm serious. We are entertaining. They don't come up with the flags thing. That's the world. They don't come up with um, dancing. Uh, and if you're in the spirit, it ain't gonna be on 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 that accord. And you ain't got the, it's amazing how we can let a, a song have us uh, shouting and praising God. But when the song is gone, we, we, when he, we don't have that beat, we through with it. But the joy of the Lord should be in your heart that it shouldn't be no problem for you to want to dance. Especially when the word going for, uh, however, say, keep your feet when you go into the house. Quit always running. you teaching your children, the grandchildren, 
Man, I, 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 when I ran the crusade, we had grand, I had uh, sister had some grandchildren. Oh man, uh, this one child just tearing up the place, and nobody, everybody just looking, and, and and they was focusing on the child. What are you saying, brother? Well, you should train your children to act right when they go into the house of God. They should reverence it. Yeah, well, brother, where well, the Bible say, come as you are. Listen, when you go into the courtroom, that child reverence that man sitting on the bench. Uh, you reverence. And these brethren coming up with wearing your hat in the, in the house of God, it, it can't be. No, your pastor might not say it, but I'm sure going to say it. There is no way you should be doing that. I'm sorry. It should be a reverence. This is not something that you just jumping on board with and experience. It's a reverence to come to God. It's a reverence to call upon the holy name of the Lord. And then it said, when you go into the house, you, 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 you keep your feet. Be still. Don't be always going from here and there, doing this, okay? Moreover, and be ready. Listen, it says, wait a minute, keep your feet in the house of God and be moved uh, uh, and go it. Wait a minute, I'm reading God and be more ready to hear than to give sacrifice of fools. What is sacrifice of fools? They just run their mouth. They just talk, they talk, they talk. Brothers and sisters, we need to quit trying to uh, uh, tell one another stuff trying to make myself look holier, sanctified, and, and, and no good will. I just get, uh, came in by the skin of my teeth, as they used to say. But the sad thing about all this, we justifying it. We justifying it. Oh, and then uh, one person trying to do outdo that other person that's testifying. This is all in the house of God, believers. How is it that we all can do and be and say that we love God, but we are trying to get the praises. And the Bible says, be ready to uh, uh, not to, uh, talk many words like a foolish person. No, no, no. But be more ready to hear. Don't, don't be concerned about this other one. Say, uh, uh, then to give sacrifice of fools. A foolish person talk all the time. You can't get them to shut up. They know about everything. Some of you right today, you know some people that I don't care if you can start talking about football. They are expert in football. You can start talking about sailing a ship. They are expert in sailing a ship. You can talk to them about flying an airplane. They are expert in that. And on and on and on. Listen to me, believers. These people that's an expert in these things, nine times out of ten, they're a foolish person. You can't tell them nothing because they know everything. And when they know everything, then that's what's killing them. It's not the mere fact that, uh, that their mouth, as the old folks used to say, writing a check that the behind can't cash. But the Bible says it's a foolish person that does that, Okay. And, and then it said, be not rash uh, with thy mouth. Uh, rash, rash with thy mouth. In other words, don't be uh, quick, all right? Let not thy heart be hostile. In other words, utter 
anything before God. Take a thought about what you're about to say. We are not just saying stuff. And I'm telling you, preachers, I, I, I beg you that when you take these people and you uh, come on the radio and come on the air and uh, we, uh, we got to have this final concept to get the money, I, every um, they was telling me that uh, so many people do watch night service and uh, what they call watch night service. And I'm asking, what is we watching? What is the purpose? Now, we know the sinners don't know any better. But we that read our Bible, we know when the day come and when a day goes. But we are, uh, I got to go in there. In midnight, we don't see midnight in your Bible. It doesn't say it's a new day, believers. The new day came about uh, six hours before midnight. Uh, if you want to go time, if you want to just don't want to use watch as my brother uh, uh Said, uh, Pastor Ware, uh, did they have clocks back there? No. Uh, did they have uh, uh, hourglass back there? No. But they had the sun, and so they told the time according to the sun. But uh, it's not a debate. But everybody knows that the evening and the morning creates a new day that been studying a while. You know that from the Scripture. When you first start reading the Bible, I know when you first get saved, you say, I want to read my Bible all the way through. And that's fine. That's well. That's good. And you started the evening and the morning was the first day. The evening and the morning was the second day. The evening and the morning was the third day. And the evening and the morning was the fourth day. The evening and the morning was the fifth day. You don't find nowhere the evening and the morning was the sixth day. And the evening and the morning was the seventh day. And on that day, he rests from all his labors. Now, we can see that in the Scripture. Nowhere it told us at 12 midnight, it's another day. I know that's what society say, but do we follow society or do we follow the Lord? You say, but brother, well, that's not going to get us in hell or heaven whether we do it. I didn't say it was. I'm not pro, pro, uh, proclaiming that it will. What I'm saying, that we need to teach our children according to the Word of God. The churches need to stand on the Bible and allow them to be fully persuaded in their own mind. Uh, I remember uh, uh, when I had children, little children. I still got children, five children. The Lord just blessed me. Uh, anyway... Our children wanted to come up, and of course, they little peers was uh, observing Santa Claus and Christmas, and uh, they had it in their mind that, hey, we should do it too. Well, I sat them down, and I went through the scriptures, and I told them about this and about Santa Claus and about uh, uh, December the 25th wasn't the birthday, and I showed them what was going on, and there's nobody could be doing what he was doing at that particular time. And after I showed him, then they, I thought, uh, then the wife said, but uh, at the time their mother was living, uh, and, and uh, we in turn said, okay, we know that they know. So the day before 
or the day after the 25th. We, I would never, we would back off from giving them gifts on the 25th. We would get the 24th or the 26th. Why? Because we knew they was up under a whole lot of uh, uh, pressure uh, with their uh, schoolmates. And the first thing the little schoolmates going to say, especially in the elementary school, because my youngest daughter, she told the teacher, uh, uh, when the teacher asked her what she got for Christmas, she said, I didn't get it from Christmas. My, my mom and dad bought me this, and she sent this little child in the second grade, I believe she was in, to the office, took her to the office because she wouldn't go along with the rest of the children. But anyway, peer pressure is rough, believers. Uh, some of you saints, you older saints, you, you're doing what you're doing because of peer pressure. You say, well, Brother Webb, why is you going through all this? I don't know. I'm being led of the Lord. But we need to get away from the peer pressure and obey God. So what I'm saying that uh, why is we watching, night watching? Now, I understand if you read the scripture, What I'm sorry, if you read history, when it first come in about the slaves and this and that and so on and so on. But that's not the way of the believers. The be believers is to cause Christ's name to be glorified, cause Christ himself to show forth a different in your concept. You just can't be like anybody else. You're not able to walk and talk and, and, and perform like the rest of them, because you are chosen. You are convicted with your heart. The Bible teaches me in the uh, St. John, I think it is, the 16, uh, 16, uh, 15 chapter. Oh, uh, man, I better read it because I don't want nobody to be, be misled. But uh, in St. John, it tells you what? Uh, uh, that you didn't call yourself. I don't care. It, it's... Uh, uh, 15th chapter and the six, uh, 16th verse. And it says, God did. He did the choosing. He, the one, brought you from this area to where you're at now. So it's all about him. Believers, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. You got to understand that God loved you so much that he put up with your mess, that he chose you to come away from that mess and to be a light to those people that was in that mess. He just happened to touch your heart first so that he felt that you could be a light of the world. You can be that city that uh, sit upon a hill that cannot be hid. But the problem is that we are changing. We just like the lizard. Uh, when I was in the woods and, and, and Dad used to cut pulpwood, wood and we was in the woods and you run up on a, a, a lizard, and the lizards start off being uh, brown like the pine tree because he was on a pine tree. But if he jumped to another tree, uh, a grayish tree, that lizard would change. That, that was his uh, uh, design by God to blend in with the, whatever he was on. Uh, and you say, well, I don't believe that. Well, what you need to do, you need to read the book of Genesis that they put— uh, Things and the cows begin to get straight. Well, Jacob's cows begin to turn a different when they drunk from the water and all this. But I'm not getting into that because that, that's going to carry us a lot further than where I'm trying to go right now. 
Where I'm trying to go is that the scripture done told you, it says, look, when you go into your first of all, you sit down, you be quiet, you hear and be more ready to hear and to give sacrifices or food. Why not? Because uh, be not rushed with your mouth, with your mouth. Don't be always think you got to be right. Don't be always telling you in your heart, I got, I, I got to do this. You know what? I had a sister. Uh, well, she's a mother because she's uh, and she's over. Uh, she's seventy plus. I just leave it that. And she she would always say, "Brother, you just stay focused in the word. Just you stay focused." And the reason she told me that. Because she had experienced some things that I hadn't got there. It, yes, I was a preacher. She's not a, uh, she don't consider herself a preacher or a, a prophetess or none of that. She considered herself a mother, as the scripture taught her. And so she would say, if you just stay focused, God will bless you. And I'm serious. She's been saying that for some years. And and every time I talk to her, uh, mostly if I'm going through some, if I'm experiencing this, experiencing that, she always say, listen, stay focused. But I'm saying all that to say this. She began, she understood the politics because she was working in that area. She met uh, the the president and when, it, and when a certain president was here, I don't want to call the name because then you'll be, uh, saying, oh, that's why she's saying that, because she in, in this, she in that. But anyway, this sister uh, had a concept, and the concept was that she had to explain to me about the different offices, about holding the different offices. And all of a sudden, then guess what? I learned from her about these things, and she put it to me in the church situation so that I can see the church. And that's what the church should be uh, ran with, but we do something else. But anyway, uh, the here's what I'm trying to say. It needs to be in order, folks. Don't go there trying to do this. Don't go there and, and say, be not rushed with your mouth. Don't be talking all the time. Learn something. And, 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 and let not thy heart be harsh. You know, and utter anything before God. This thing is serious, folk. And for God is in heaven, and uh, and thou art upon the earth. Therefore, let your words be few. Don't think. Don't be a many masters of this, or many masters, and you doing this and you doing that. Say, because it, for a dream comes through the multitude of business. And a full voice is known by the multitudes of words. Now, that ain't Brother West saying this. If you know everything and you think you got it this way and that way, man, I, 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 can't, I can't see how the enemy just get people to think, well, you don't do it this way. I got the truth and everybody else ain't got the truth. No, I got what God gave me. And it's for me to deliver it to you. And if you accept it, it will be a blessing. It was for you. If you reject it, then it wasn't for you. Amen. It might have been for you, but if you reject it, then it, who knows? It could have been for somebody else. And if it was for somebody else and I'm telling you about it, then that's why it didn't take hold. 
But then the Bible tells us that one planet, another one water, but it takes God to give that increase. Oh, yes, it does. It takes God. Now, let me go on for my time right now. It says, And when thou vow, I vow unto God, defraud not to pay it, for he has no pleasures in fools. Now, I didn't call you a fool. Now, God did that. I don't call nobody no fool. I say you're a foolish person acting foolish. And say, but pay that which thou hast vowed. It's better is he. And I'm coming right back to the same sin. It better is it that thou should not, uh, not vow than thou should thou vow and not pay it. Oh, brothers and sisters, man, I wish I could go on, but I don't talk too much, but I had to say this. I had to, I, I want to be led of the Lord because I'm telling you, folks, let's come back to the Bible. Let's get away from this church thing that's pulling us away from God while we proclaiming to be following God. That's what's happening. We're being pulled away and nothing we can do and nothing you can say that will justify you doing what you're doing. You need to grow every day. You need to bring forth fruit every day. If you look at your lifestyle and see that you're not bringing forth fruit, I promise you, then you need to evaluate your life and say, Lord, why did you save me? He just didn't save you folks to give money in a church and go to a church, a particular denomination, and make you think that that's the only one that's right. No, ma'am. No, sir. He saved you to let you know his word. Now, is a, a, a theology, uh, it, it comes from one another, uh, from the written thing. But guess what? The theology of God is a pure heart. That's it. That's it. That's the theology of God. Turn your heart from the cares of this life and seek God's will. I don't care what church you're in. I don't care how many times you was baptized. I don't care whether you've never been baptized. You say, well, wait a minute, brother. Well, wait a minute. That person is not saved or listening. Well, that's your opinion. But I can show you uh, others in the Bible that never got baptized, okay? So we're not going to make a debate. If you want to stand on that, then so be it. Stand on it. But right about now, you need to start causing others to come to Christ and obeying God since he called you and enlighten you so much. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. Now, Father, I ask you to bless, Lord, those that's under the sound of my voice, God. Those that heard the word, God, I ask you to bless them even the more. That they may go forth and be that vessel. That they may learn how to present themselves. That they can be that vessel fit for the master's use. And, Father, we just thank you for the one that tuned in for the first time. God, I ask you to stir up their hearts even the more, God, and let them know that there is a way, and the way is called the way of holiness in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we just thank you for a door being opened. God, I ask you to bless those that participated in helping the door to stay open. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. 
Amen and amen. Well, believers, let me say this. I know, I know uh, that the Lord is blessing. Amen. And if I um, go uh, another, uh, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I apologize. I apologize. But I don't want to put emphasis on that. Let me just say this. I need you to make an appointment to let me hear from some of you that maybe you can be a blessing to us and we be a blessing to you. We are helpless one to another. I'm not telling you to make a vow except God tell you to do so. Pray about it and let us hear from you. Uh, write down the address. If you can't do anything else, you can call us. Amen. And we'll be more than happy to give you the address slower. All right. You can reach us at 404 uh, 293 7557. That's 404 293 7557. Or Let's close this uh, calendar year out. Communicate with one another. I'm not begging nobody. I just want you to be a blessing to us, and we'll be a blessing to you. Amen. And God will get the glory. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems that you think you have. All you need is more faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina. 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E A S L E Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up forever.